When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, what's popping, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Vitamin C's. With me, your boy, Adam Taylor. I'm joined by my homies, my compadres, my co-hosts in crime, Mr. Tim Shields and Mr. Wayne Breezy. What's popping, y'all? What's good, fellas? Why you always got to fire hats? I, I just, you know, I I see I hats. I also joint on, but... Yeah, when I see a hat that I like or that I, I feel like is a little different, a little unique, I just cop it, man. I'm I'm all about the different type of... Of things, snapbacks, strap bags, fitteds is my they're my favorite. Seven and five eights. Anybody want to send any hats <laughs> to the crew? Seven and five eights is where I don't know what you guys wear fitted was, but that's my head size. So. There used to be a seven and a quarter, no okay. seven and three quarters, and now okay. like I tried one on the other day, and I just like my head must have got fatter, you know? It got bigger, so you might get eight. Damn, yeah, you, might, like, you just might have more hair here. That's what it is. Yeah, that's I mean, I, don't know. I just know that I was like, damn, how the hell did my head get fat? Yeah, <laughs> I had the same thing happen to me though. Like yeah, I, I tried on, I had like, right? like a Bruins hat that I got because I, I ended up getting last minute tickets from a family, family member uh, the other day, and I had this Bruins hat from when they were in the finals. And like, I don't know if it's a, ha- it's got to be a hair thing because like it's I put it on, I'm like, damn, like this is tight. Like I can't wear this. I ended up having it in my jacket pocket the entire time. I just took it off. So I always like the adjustable. This one was a gift from my fiance. Uh, Cause I'm a big, always sunny fan, but I definitely feel you with those caps though, Wayne, like you get like a really funky looking one. I got like That's a Dia de los Muertos Celtics one. It's got like mm-hmm. the cool, like, oh man, it's, I love that one. Well, y'all messing with me, man. We don't get those joints. We get the, like this one was, I got in Boston. I remember. Like, yeah. Dope, you know, I've got, but, and then like, um, the other ones I get here are like, Hey, do you want a white one with an old logo? We got that. Do you want a black one with a new look with a normal logo? We got that. You want any other ones? Tough shit. He ain't got it. I'm just like, man, there used to be like a like new era used to have like a flagship store, like in my city. And I'd cop mm-hmm. some like used to have some bad boy like um old school comic book style four hat, like you know, like four got a fun dad. Then and I had to try and pronounce the T because I know people say when I say things that to start with a TH, it sounds like an F. Um had to go and cop a couple of different Celtics joints. That shop's closed down now though. So like I'm just like limited, bro. And like the import tax, if I want to bring them over, is just not worth it. It's like the wow. price of the hat again for the import. So I'm just like, man, I'm not bothering with that shit. Yeah. Okay. It makes me we'll, sad. We'll work on getting you some 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 ads though. You know what else we need to work on getting me? We need to work on getting me some JT ones, but I have been told they're gonna be released in this country, but I'll believe that when I see it. When are they released in this country? I'm glad that you put that out there. The JT ones. Do I I, I saw some new picture of his sneakers and I want to know when they come out. So that the, the Tim was saying they were dropped one a month. I know Tim's got a guest right now, <laughs> just, just crawling all over him. What, yeah, Tim, you got the release dates, huh? So the first one comes out, it's going to be the zoo and zoo drops on April 7th. And dude, it's cheap though. It's like 120 right now. That's That's the market price. So like, I mean, those drops are probably going to get, maybe they might get swamped, but I'm hoping that I can get it. No problem. But 
I might get I might get the zoo just so I have a pair right off the bat. But I'm really I don't know if you've seen them, Wayne, but the pink lemonades look really I nice. I saw the pink lemonades in barbershop too. Those are the ones nice I was referring too. to the pink lemonades, bro. So I think that might come last because it's supposed <sighs> to be like month after month. I know, like, but I think it's month after month. So I think those ones might come out in like June. But I don't know what the order is. But I imagine those ones are going to be released last. Yeah. You see those pink lemonade joints, though. He's he was wearing them. those. On, he was that's wearing them during the so game. Like, and I think that's the that's the best marketing ploy, right? You, you go out there, you drop 55, you win an all-star MVP, but then those kicks, those ones that you were wearing, like the ones that now everybody wants, they drop last. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, Keeps the interest up. The thing that sucks about sneakers, though, is so like us three will buy the sneakers because we're fans. And we'll nine times out of ten, we'll wear them shits. But what happens is you have sneaker heads with bots. And what they do is they just buy like 40 pair and then you can't get a pair and that's why you can't ever win them. So I'm hoping, you know, every now and then I win, I win the Jordans, like I get them, I got them every now and then, but I'm going to get these by any means necessary. If you know what that means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see, for me, it's like, yo, don't be buying them just to resell them and screw that's people over. That, that's the American that. way. I'm like, sorry. Resell I'm market like, sucks. <laughs> it's, if you can't get them here, get ready to go on StockX or go on. Uh, I ain't doing on no StockX. I ain't paying no street people. Like, I'm a JT guy through and through, but I'm right. also not an idiot. So if I see them dropping at 110 and now you're asking me for four, 500. Yeah, man. So you can kick rocks, dude. Yeah, good yeah, luck. Because the longer you wait, you'll never get them, and then they'll just yeah. keep going higher in price because then they'll become limited. But you see, then you hit me up because they're gonna drop here, and nobody's gonna know what the hell these joints are. Ah, ah, that's a good point, man. There's gonna be like I'd that. say I'd say three hundred people in the entire country are really gonna have a clue what they are. Okay, and so then, that's cool. We don't get it. Then they're gonna be like heavily discounted, bro. And then I might as well go and cut forty pairs six months later. Do the bank. So, and then send them to you to resell. We split the price. Yeah, see what hey, man, yeah. Let's, let's let's talk off the air. Yes, sir. Racketeering. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just God. saying there's ways. Right? There's always a way. And it's not racketing. It's legal. People doing it all day. Long. <laughs> no, absolutely. It's definitely not. Racketing. You know. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, we we touched on tech. So I want to go into this because I kind of quote retweeted Bob Ryan mm-hmm. with this, and a, a lot of people disagreed with me. Bob Ryan's tweet was basically like, and I'm paraphrasing here because I can't be bothered to go back onto my Twitter feed and put it up, but it was basically like, ah, oh, this all-star game is not the same as the, the way it used to be. There's no competitiveness. You know, it's basically, it's it's just a glorified shoot around and people are playing harder, like, you know, during summer league or during training. And I've, say, I've heard Stephen A. Smith say the same thing, blah, blah, blah. My argument is, Yo, these guys play competitive basketball, balls to the wall, hard as hard as hell, 82 games a year, sometimes night after night, or at least one night in every three, two, two out of three nights, they're going balls to the wall against each other. And then you got the postseason where they're playing even harder, they're picking up bumps, they're playing through injuries. Like, is it is it too much to ask that we just have one game where it's just about the vibes? I, I want to know your feelings on this, man. Like, I know people are like, oh, it's unwatchable. I, I'm like, yeah, I'm about the vibes on the All-Star game. It's vibes to me. I don't know, man. I, I, I grew up in the 80s. So I grew up when the, when the All-Star game was still a competitive game. And cats were probably making $20,000 if they made it or whatever like that. They weren't making tons of money. So for me, in the competitive 
type of person that I am, I miss that competition. When I when I watch these all-stars play one another, like I want to see somebody clamp down on some. I want to see if they are as great as they are. Now, I do understand injuries can happen, but guess what? Sports in general, it's like a hundred percent injury prone rate. Like, like, like there's a, there's, you're going to get injured at some point playing, whether you're lackadaisical, whether you're not, we had two injuries in this game to all-stars that probably won't play at some point in this season because of the injuries in this game. And it was one of those exhibition type of games. I was sitting there watching the game and, and, and Jason Tatum's first dunk. And so I was like, you know, it, it was a steal down on the other end and it was a toss back Tatum. Tatum gets the ball. He looks like he's about to shoot the three. Jokic looks at him. Jokic kind of defends the three. Jason pump fakes and then drives to the paint. Jokic steps out the way. He throws it off the backboard. It's a slam. Like, it's cool to watch that stuff, but that slam dunk contest type of stuff, I, mean, I want to see that in there. This is a basketball game. For me, I wish the competitive nature was back in it. It's kind of competitive, but then again, it's not. Guys are just shooting long ass threes. Like that's kind of like what I'm getting. And then if they get a, a nice lane and people will just move out their way, they'll, they'll get a nice little dunk and be able to show off. Call me old school, call me old fashioned. But I, I remember guys just going at it. Like it was another game on the schedule. And I kind of missed that because I want to see how elite are these players for real when they're going up against the elite. It's one thing in the playoffs when you make it to the finals, not every person on the team is an elite player. It's an elite team. The two elite teams going against one another. But in the All-Star game, it's elite after elite after elite. It's starting five elites. Then the benches are elite. So it's elite. And I, I kind of want to see that competition. That's me. Call me old school. I'm sure going to get trashed, but that's how I am. Nah, I think more people agree with you than what agree with me. I tend to lean more towards Adam way, Adam's way on it just because I feel like there's so many chances for people to get hurt. And again, we talk about, and we're going to talk about it today, but load management, worrying about guys getting injured. Like you shouldn't have to worry about that in an all-star game. Like no one's there looking to be like, Oh, it's like a really like hard fought, you know, really intense game where like a team wins by like 10 points and both teams score under a hundred because they're playing like balls to the wall defense on both sides. Like no one wants to see that at an all-star game. They want to see highlights. They want to see like, their two favorite players in the Eastern Conference, like they want to see Giannis like throwing up an alley oop to Jason Tatum. Like they want to see like those kind of highlight real plays of players who don't get a chance to play together, having that opportunity to do that with all of these other stars around them. Like that's kind of what it's about to me. And I feel like getting caught up on the aspect of, oh, it's not competitive or guys aren't going as hard. It's like, yeah, this is sort of, people call it an all-star break for a reason. It's a break. It's a break from the regular season. It's a break from the intensity of fighting for seeding. Like it, it is just about the vibes and the energy and celebrating the fact of like, hey, you got recognized by your peers, by the the coaches, the the players, the fans, the writers. They all acknowledge that you are an all-star. And that obviously impacts pay and stuff like that too. But it's just acknowledging a player's hard work throughout the season. And I think that's important. And getting caught up in the idea of it being competitive, I think is kind of silly. I mean, you even have people complaining about Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, like going one-on-one while the rest of the other guys just kind of go over to the side. It's like, what, you don't have a problem when it's like Kobe and LeBron, but when it's Tatum and Brown going against one another, like you, you have an issue with it. 
I think it was uh, Josh Eberly who like tweeted out like they've got to fix the All Star game. They've got to fix this. And it's like Tatum and Brown were the best part of this All Star game. All Star like, game. They led they led the respective teams. Tatum set a record for the most points scored in an All Star game by anybody. Like, yeah, but does that hold value deal. though? Right. Like so. There's a, there's another question. Right. So. Does scoring 55 in a game when no one played defense, does that hold any value beyond the fact that it's a, it's a legitimate record, but did you, did you get there legitimately? Like, did you earn that 55 or was uh, like, that's a question that like, I, I'm cool. Like I said, I, I, I'm JT all the way. So, you know, you got another, like, it's just another thing to put on the resume. It's mm-hmm. another reason why it's another way to be like, yo, I'm, all NBA. I'm a four-time All-Star MVP, All-Star MVP. Hold the record and all this stuff. But then you look at it and you're like, well, if it was anyone else, like if it was a player from a different team right now, and we weren't talking about a Celtics player, would we just be like, yeah? But that don't mean nothing because no one played D anyway. You just hit shots. You just hit open shots. You I think it's shots. cool. Like, I'm not going to make anything more of it other than the fact of like, hey, it's cool. Like you set a record. I'm not like, this is this is proof of something larger. It's just you were out there during the all-star break. You happen to score the most. Like, that's pretty cool. And you looked awesome doing it. And like, that's my takeaway from it. So I think putting so much stock into it on either side of the fence of being like, it needs to be more intense or like this actually means something. It's just it's just a game. Like it is just vibes. As you said, Adam, I think that's the best way I'm going to put it. It's like, it's just vibes. Like everyone's just out there just hoping and that's it. Okay. Let me ask you it's different though from intensity and competitiveness. So there's a difference in my eyes. Like, so from, from the way I'm thinking about it. So when I'm thinking of making it competitive, it's more like, yeah, I mean, it's cool to go out there. It's cool to vibe. And I like how you put that. It's a break, but it's a break from the rest of the NBA. Like these players earn the spot. They got voted in to do this. Now there's ways that I feel like the NBA, if if the game is going to be the way it is going forward, then change the game. Like, make it more fun. Make it more entertaining. Make it Harlem Globetrotter-ish or something. Have five-point shots. Remember, Rock, I don't know if you guys remember Rock and Jock basketball or something like that. used to come on MTV. It was like an all-star cast when they had a... They actually do it for the NBA, but I think it comes on Friday night. And, and they have, like, actors and musicians, and they get to play... Oh, celebrity all star game. Celebrity all star, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But but in on the MTV, they would have like ten point shots from half court, and if they make it fun like that, if you're gonna go straight exhibition, I just feel like if it's a basketball game, then you're going to get this division from the older heads that watch basketball all their lives, and they watch. Uh, like when LeBron, even when LeBron first got in it, it was com- it was competitive. And then, and, and when Kobe was in it, it was competitive. And and so like now it's going to like, I'm all for the alley oops and all that type of stuff. But watching a person just move out of the way so a person can have a clear lane to the basket, it's kind of like, it's kind of whack. Now, if you tell me that that person moves out the way, that person that gets a clean lane to the basket has to do some kind of crazy dunk. And he'll get seven points or something. Now my brain is saying, okay, this is a different type of game. They do it for the NFL. It went from football because they were concerned about players getting injured because it was another game on the docks. Now it's flag. And so when you know it's flag football, you're either going to tune in or not. You can't make it flag basketball, but then make it more recreational. I think that's the word 
Then so I'm bring a, more street street ball type like exhibition to recreational to where it doesn't yeah. have to be intense. Like you were saying, Tim, they got to play, you know, one-on-one defense and hand check in and like they used to. No, I'm just saying, make it more fun. Make it, make it more fun. Make it more so someone, someone tweeted at me saying one of the best ways you could do it is just stop calling it an all-star game. It's an all-star That's showcase. But because the, the word game comes with certain expectations, right? It is. If you if you change it and call it the all-star showcase, well, now you're not expecting it to be a game. Yes. You know, you're coming in mentally, as you said, your brain is coming in expecting something different. The only downside is like it's not just old heads that are saying this either. You know, a lot of young heads are saying it should be competitive too. Mm. Um the, the bigger question is, what about money? And in terms of if so many people are just going to stop watching, advertisers are going to stop paying, they're going to stop turning up. And then the NBA are kind of in this spot where it's like, hey, we either revamp the whole thing again, because they did that a few years back with the Elam rule. And I think what happened then was the worst thing that could have happened to that All-Star game, because that was competitive, right? Three years ago, I think it was, um, 2020. The, the end of that game, everyone was like, yo, it was one of the best endings to an all-star game in the last 10, 15 years. The worst thing that could have happened happened. Kemba Walker's knee got busted. He had to have it drained. Never got right. And then if you think if you're a player and you're like, damn, Kem- like, you know, we played hard for one quarter. Kemba's been having a high minutes load already. He's never really been the same. Why am I going to put myself in that position when I'm not fighting for something? And that's the issue with me. Like if I see... JB or JT get hurt on a Celtics game, it sucks, but you're okay because you're like, you know, you got injured fighting fighting for what you're trying to achieve, right? Whereas if they get injured in an all-star game, you're like, man, what the hell? Like, you know, the whole season's put in jeopardy because of a game that had nothing on the line. And I think that's kind of why I'm all about the vibes. I'm like, yeah, there's nothing on the line. So I don't want you jeopardizing a potential championship season for some like for, for nothing basically just for for a check on, uh, check on the resume it is hard man it? and like i don't know if you agree with sga i mean shy georges alexander came out like yeah money talks she wants us to be more competitive pay us he said this while wearing a big fur coat by the way yeah like he, I, he, he was looking like a baller i don't and, know what the players make during all oh, wow. I, don't, I don't have that breakdown I'm, I'm sure it's more than what i make in 10 years but like <laughs> i just feel like you ain't like, wrong i think it's it's a what, lot but but what, what if it what if it came down to some things not necessarily as far as money but like as far as the health is concerned so i i, I get that argument that's why i said change it from a game to something to where it's just like exhibition and take get rid of the three-point shoot contest. Get rid of the dunk contest. I feel like them shits are whack. Include them inside of the All-Star game. Like the skills challenge. And like do like make it like one big night. It doesn't even have to be a weekend anymore. It could be like one long day of just amazing all-stars coming together, doing these things. And I know they break it up because they got to get paid in advertisement and, and the contracts and TV and all that type of stuff. I'm just saying there's so many ways. They can make the basketball game, or excuse me, the basketball showcase better for the viewers to watch. So here's one. So let's say, let's assume that every player, just we're going to call it a number that's definitely not true. We're going to say 10K. So let's say every player who gets selected as an all-star makes 10 grand. Yeah. Okay. So how about we put that in a pot and the winning team splits it 15 ways. The losing team gets nothing. 
You want to see competitiveness? Put 150 grand on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Incentive. Like, right? You, yeah. Probably see some fist fights, but like. We get paid. We lose. Yeah. When did the scoring change? When did when did it go? When Kobe from- when Kobe passed away. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. They introduced the new scoring policies um, as a testament uh, to, to Kobe. Kobe. It's I kind of you. tribute. So yeah. I, and and and, I, and it's fine. But but maybe don't they do something like that where whoever wins the quarter gets the pot or it's not like yeah, that. it's towards so charity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the so it's like per quarter. I think like they earn a certain amount that goes towards the charity of the choice. Okay. So was- like Giannis picks a charity. And Braun picked a charity and like that's sort of how it like balances out. So like whoever gets, you know, I think whoever wins year, the game, it goes for it. So for the first year, that was competitive, but then yeah. again, it's kind of just became whatever at this point. Right. Like, <laughs> and it is what it is. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't think it's in, like, it's not the most enjoyable experience sitting down and watching an all-star game, because as you said, it is just, it's whatever. But for me, I'm just more about the vibes because I know that, Yo, you guys are playing eighty-two games of. Yeah. Like, we're going, we're going head to head to war. You know. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. uh, going moving on because there will be, you know, we will need to move on from this eventually. I think that <laughs> it's you're, a you're tough one, though. All star game showcases after we finish this conversation. <laughs> three, <laughs> three on three tourney would be cool. That's yeah, what I'm saying. That. See what I'm saying? Like Ice yeah. Cube's going to want some pay on that. Not yeah. Or Bring an ice cube. Help them run it. Yeah, leave Absolutely. the exhibition on the Sunday. Make it a little earlier, too. Don't make it at 8 p.m. at night. But on Saturday instead of or Friday, instead of doing the other games, have a tournament. Like, that would yeah. be so cool. Three on three? Psh, big, the big three part of that weekend? That would be fire. Yeah, I'd I'd, prefer, I'd much rather that as well, to be honest. Like, who cares about the celebrity all star games? Anybody even watching that if they're not in the building? I mean, I used to when they had some other people in it. At one point, like Snoop Dogg was doing it. That was pretty cool. It was, but you could still do it. Just why don't now? Why not mix them up? Why not? Why not let instead of letting a head coach coach? Since it's so exhibition, why not a celebrity get to coach the all star teams? Yeah. Why not? Let, not a let, bad idea. Let LeBron pick who he want his celebrity to be. Might be Jay Z because they they're cool. And then I love Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Oh, me too, Kevin. Oh man, come on. <laughs> Yo, come true on. story. I'm going to watch Kevin Hart in like a month and a bit. So nice. um, I He's might ask him. Great. I might ask him to. Uh, I might ask him if he can coach deals. Did I ever tell you the story when I met Kevin Hart? So when I used to be, I used to be the music director for uh, 106 and Park. They used to come on BT. And every Wednesday was Wild Out Wednesday. Friday was Freestyle Friday. So one episode, Kevin Hart was like the special guest on there. So, you know, we were chilling, you know, behind stage. And this is when I was like 350 pounds. And so I had a little, uh, a little Canon camera. <laughs> and, and I was like, yo, make sure you take a picture. And then Kevin Hart was like, well, make sure you turn it this way so you could pick up the wide angle. Oh. Like, make sure you get it this way so you can get his short ass on camera. And yo, we just we, we clicked ever since that moment, yo. And then he blew up. That was before he went on his first tour, and then he just blew all the way up, yo. Congratulations to Kevin Hart, man. I want to see. That's a dope story, though. Who's giving you some three fifty and muscle? No, I was I was big. I was big. <laughs> I was a big guy. I, I, I big guy that was really big at that point. I would not have expected that. I'm gonna have to Google how big three. Yeah, that was like ten years ago, man. You put in the grind, huh? Yeah. I did. Yeah, I'm still grinding, yo. Now, now I'm 42, and the metabolism is a, a lot different when when I was like 32. So, it's, it's slightly off. 
but I'm getting back into the grind. So, you know, getting up. Yeah, it's all you can do, man. Health yeah. is wealth. So I want to talk about, we're talking about health being wealth. Let's go on to load management. So mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards had the quote saying he doesn't agree with it. It's saying that, like, you know, sometimes people that are in the stadium, they only had enough money to see that one game. And they, you don't know if they can afford to come back next season, five years from now. And then, you know, guys are missing games because they're just resting. Like, I never cared about load management until I flew out to Boston, right? So I'm on the plane and I, like uh, JetBlue come in clutch with the Wi-Fi, right? So then someone hits me up like, yo, it's LeBron playing. I'm like, yeah, it's Lakers Celtics, LeBron's playing. They're like, I just seen him questionable. I'm like, well, damn, this man better be playing. I'm flying out there to watch uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And then uh-huh. I started to see it from the other other perspective, right? Because like, and then I'm like, you know, I fly all the way out here and JT don't play or Bron don't play or both don't play. I'm gonna be furious. You know, and I'm like uh so I see that now, and like I remember Kobe being like being filmed saying that same thing. Like I want to try and play every game because you don't know if it's the first time someone's going to see you in the stands. Could be the last time someone will see you in the stands. Mm-hmm. You know their health might not be great. You might not be around by the next time they can afford to come. You might have retired. You might have been moved, traded, or whatever. So I don't agree with it as much anymore. But I do understand that like you know it's a physical game. It's not. It's not football and it's not boxing or UFC, but it is physical and it's scheduled is grueling. It's a proper grueling schedule. Sometimes guys need night stuff. If you want the best product at the end of the season during the playoffs, if you want them to be elite teams during the playoffs, then guys need to take breaks during the regular season. I don't I think I just think it's unavoidable. All I'd all I'd prefer is that they made a rule where you could have designated rest days, but you have to call them out. Uh, the start of the season yeah so then so then when when you're buying a ticket you're like right i'm buying this ticket but it's a designated tatum day off so i know that if i buy this ticket there's no jason tatum i'm going to get it cheaper because the star player's not playing maybe but i I know he's not there because if you buy a ticket like say you're coming i don't know say you're flying to la and you want to watch celtics lakers at the crypto or as i like to call it the staples right and you you know you're going there in two months, so you buy a ticket, you pay money, good money. Three days before you fly, Tatum's out. Brown's being on Brown's on load management hasn't travelled with the team, and all of a sudden you paid like two grand for this ticket. You get there and you're seeing, I don't know, they've a ten day guy getting spot minutes in the rotation. Uh, Peyton Pritchard's probably picking up 20, 22 minutes. There's no Tatum. There's no Brown. So you've probably seen like Brogdon slide up. And it's just like, man, would you have paid two grand if you knew one or two of the stars weren't going to be there? No, but I mean, I also think, okay. So I, I get the argument and I actually like the idea of potentially having these days listed out and maybe those days get shifted around. Like, let's say someone gets injured and it's like, Oh, actually like, okay, we're going to be short. We're going to be undermanned if I don't play this game. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to shift this to a different date. Or if someone gets injured and it's like, okay, instead of taking a rest day there, they're going to take this game off so they can recover from this injury. Cause like injuries are inevitable at certain points in guys' careers and mentioning Kobe specifically, like, Kobe's career, like the tail end of it, got really ugly because his minutes workload was huge. That's how he ended up tearing his Achilles. And it kind of made the rest of his career really, really difficult. Now, I get what Anthony Edwards is saying, but also this is a guy who's played in 
six playoff games and he's 21 going to be turning 22 in the summer. So like, yeah, of course he's not going to have any issues with workload because he doesn't have to play in the playoffs. He's played what six games in the entirety of his career. And he's in his physical prime. He's, he's in his physical prime. He's an amazing athlete. And I totally understand the argument that he's making. It's just, it's, it would mean more if it was coming from someone else who's a little bit more experienced. And I think it's very easy to say from like a younger player's like perspective of like, I've got no problem doing this. Like we shouldn't be having load management, but I, I think that ultimately like if you want these playoff series to be good and competitive, like when basketball is at its peak playoff basketball is incredible and it's not incredible when guys are hurt. And then you have like fans complaining, like, Bucks fans with Chris Middleton not being healthy or, you know, Jimmy Butler, like not being able to play because he's dealing with injuries or so on and so forth. Like you see all of these series get completely changed because someone's not able to be on the court. And so like, how do you find ways to mitigate that? Maybe it's not like taking rest days. Maybe it's just managing their minutes a little bit differently. So like, instead of someone playing 34 minutes on a given night, they're playing 26, 28. And I don't know how much of that goes down to the individual, like individual team managing that, but Ultimately, like I feel like load management has to be a thing. Like it's inevitable. It just needs to happen in order for the sport to remain competitive for a longer period of time. Uh, and very, very well, very well said. I, it's like I agree with what you guys are saying, and then it comes down to that competitiveness thing again that we were talking about. And I, I kind of took it from a different perspective from Anthony Edwards, and it was more like you know when he's out there, he want to play against the best so he could be the best. I kind of, I kind of took it from that kind of perspective of where he was coming opposed to you know you know him just being young and just being able to be you know rejuvenated each and every night because he's at physical top shape I think that there should be some type of like if you're at this age in your career you're allotted this many rest days and if you're at this age in your career you're allotted this many rest days I, I think it should come down to something like that and I and and I think that would actually like you know when it comes me dealing from a, a fan perspective, you know, there's been times I've paid tickets and sat on the floor and players didn't play. Like the star players wouldn't play. And I'm like, dang, he's out, you know? And it, and it sucks. At the end of the day, I want my team to win, but I did pay to see this particular player show up and play and then all of a sudden they don't. So it does kind of hit home. It kind of makes you feel some type of way. From from a, a a basketball, a content creator, or analyst type of way, like when it comes to sports, like I get it. Yo, basketball, I don't give a freak what people say. It's one of the most rigorous sports. It's 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 uh hit all the way. H I T T high intensity interval training. It's run stop, run stop, run stop, run stop. It's not football where you run and you take a break. It's not baseball where you trot around the field. It's none of that. It's straight back and forth, stopping, heart going fast, heart stopping. It's a lot. So it's very physical and it takes a very toll, physical toll on the body. So I kind of do get the load management situation, but I wish there was a way that the NBA could regulate it a little bit better, right? So the, the ways you guys mentioned it, it's kind of pretty spot on. It just has to mirror all the NBA teams and then they kind of figure out which players are allotted a certain amount of rest days. And like I said, if you're, if you're elderly and that, that doesn't mean you're like, you know, you know what I mean? If, yeah, you're, you're, if you're our age, then give them a few, but it should also reflect, uh, I, I guess in their contracts too, like how much you can play, like, you know what I mean? So 
it, it comes down to if you're young, and I think this is kind of what Anthony Edwards was alluding to. If you're young and you're available to play, don't take the night off. Let's give the fans a show. Right. I think that's kind of what he was alluding to is probably way deeper than that. That's what I took from what he was saying. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's more along the lines of like, like I, I hadn't seen it that way. That's the first time I thought about it in like a competitive spirit type of way. Right. Like, hey, I want to play against the best. But what I will say is it's very easy knowing that Horford misses the is it the second game of a back to back? Oh, yeah. like every, every game this season, every back-to-back this season, you've come in knowing Horford's not there on game two. And that, to me, is just so much easier for fans buying tickets. Now, I'm not yes. saying people like, like, I'm not saying people are buying tickets to go and watch Horford play. They designated like, it at the beginning of the season. But remember? we knew, right? Yeah, you know. And then, like, obviously, as Tim said, there needs to be a little bit of fluctuation there. Correct. Maybe you offer fans, you're like, hey, this ticket's got to be resold at a higher price, but we're going to give you this ticket instead. And, you know, so, I mean, there's just, for me, it's just figuring out a way to give people a heads up that the players that they might want to see aren't going to be available because otherwise they're taking your money disingenuously. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm paying for this and I'm not getting it. Now, if we did that in any other walk of life, if I pay you for something and I don't get it... Oh, it's a problem. It's a problem. <laughs> but, like, you know, sports are fluid. So if you can have some of these designated dates, if they're injured, they're injured. It's different. Like, legitimately injured. It's like, yo, it is what it is. I paid for the ticket. I'm still going to see the game. The other team's going to have a star player, unless it's like, I oh, don't know, Detroit. Um the other team's going to have good players too. I'm going to see some good ball, but you know, if you're paying to go and watch Tatum play and he's sitting out, but you know, he's playing the next game. I'll, I'll be furious, man. Like, and there's nowhere else in the world that you can pay for one thing and get another and be okay with it other than the sports arena. Yeah. So that, that's kind of my take on it. I, I know that we've run over say, on these two topics though. I would say basketball and baseball, probably like, and soccer and soccer. Well, I don't know how many games they play a week. And soccer is it like once? Two, it, it depends. It depends That's what. I, I mean, I can't stand soccer, but like if they're it's playing like, like five a week. <laughs> yeah, so soccer's like you're probably playing. You play one on a weekend, then you have a cup game in the week. Then if you're okay. in, the, if you're playing in Europe, it's a third game in the week. Okay, so, and like so they're they're it's playing the easiest, right? Because it's once a week. Sometimes if you got a Thursday night game. And you have less of a break, and players hate it. Yeah, the like, quick turnaround. Yeah, quick turnaround. Their bodies doesn't. They don't get to rejuvenate in time, and usually that's when those injuries come uh, out of nowhere, right? And so I get that. But like I said, basketball is like every other night, and then there's nights where there's back to backs. Baseball, just sometimes they'll play like six nights straight. <laughs> like, and I get it; it's not as rigorous, but baseball does require some sort of type of athleticism. It's explosive players. movements and it's like power, but yeah, like you need a lot of standing too. On those feet, <laughs> listen. Need some Doctor Scholes. You need some, some, some orthotics. <laughs> orthotics. Yeah, orthotics. Yeah, I, I had to get some inserts. My feet, though. I, I'm wearing Crocs right now, which is as close as my feet are. No arch, straight flat now. So. Oh damn. I've developed plantar fasciitis and it hurts like a mug. So I went and got orthotics cost me a penny, but it, according to the podiatrist, it will help rebuild my arch and boom, my feet will stop hurting. So that's great. Now, I don't, I would do anything to pay. I was going to try to buy new feet. Like I was trying to figure out how to get me. 
I'm telling you, man, this pain sucks. Especially first thing in the morning. <sighs> yeah, I was trying to buy you. Guys are aging yourselves, Jesus. You yeah. have an idea. Listen, don't lose your arch. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all. Boxing, I'm dude. Do some boxing. It, it doesn't matter now because I developed the planners. If I didn't develop it and my arch, my feet were just flat, I would still try to build it. So are these like insoles that you can just slide into shoes that you wear? Crap. Oh, like, for real. Yeah, you so can you get them fitted and stuff too. Yeah, you, ha- I had to literally get on a machine. He he built my insole, so that's what orthotics are. So these little beady things come up, and then they find where your where your arch is supposed to be. And so I'm like, dang, I'm supposed to be standing like this. You know what I mean? And so it's it's that's what you're paying for. You're paying you're paying for insoles custom to your feet. It's like going to get a custom fit suit. It's way better. A tailored suit is way better than the shit you buy at the store. Yeah. I get that. That's all it is. Yo, with that, we're going to call it a day. If you've enjoyed the show, hit that subscribe button. You're going to see us floating around everywhere because we're going to push this out everywhere. We will be back on Friday. We will be recording on Thursday. If we release it early, it'll be Thursday. If not, it'll be Friday. Until then, everybody have a great day. Mr. Breezy, stay safe, stay well, stay breezy. Mr. Shields, remember it's always sunny. Cheers. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.